0: I will be like him in a shaitan or a jeem, this will be like a man or Alhamdulillah, he will be like a salam or Muhammad, Wa Ali Alihi, Wa Ashabihi, Wa Azwajihi, a zwaji he was a riati he was a libati he, woman tabia whom the Iksan Brothers and sisters, this is a Mubarak occasion and this is a, a Mubarak work. The work of the dissemination of sacred knowledge. This is the work of the Ahlullah. Rasulullah sallallahu said that the best of you are the ones who teach the Quran, the ones who learn the Quran and the ones who teach it. And inside the, inside the tent of this concept of teaching the Quran and learning it, reside all of the subsidiary sciences that are required in order to know and understand the Qur'an. The great amount of complexity, the great amount of detail that is resident inside of this tent, it's something that boggles the mind of normal people. Normal people, when confronted with the sheer amount of information and the sheer amount of knowledge that's required in order to in order to uh, uh, keep all of this information in a way that is beneficial to a person. It's something that many people who are not acquainted with the, 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 the art and the skill of teaching and learning they find it overwhelming the question what the point of it yes. is. Brothers and sisters there is a point. Rasool Allah He's the one who designated what? That the ulama are the warathatul anbiya, that the scholars are the heirs of the prophets. Who is your heir? Who inherits from you when you die? In the sharia of Islam, when a person has an uncle, their cousin will not inherit. Why? Because the uncle is closer to them in relation. When a person has a brother, their uncle will not inherit. Why? Because the brother is closer to them in relation. When a person has a father or a son, then the brother will not inherit. Why? Because the father and son are closer to them in relation. So when Rasulullah says what? That the ulama are the warathatul anbiya, what is he trying to say? That the ulama are the heirs of the Prophets. He's saying that in this ummah, the ones whose state and status in hal is closest to that of the Prophet, ﷺ, who are they? They're the people of knowledge. And the knowledge meant here is not the knowledge of being a doctor, it's not the knowledge of being an engineer, it's not the knowledge of being a lawyer, even though all of these knowledges are important. And all of them are a, a, a duty, a, a kifaya, a, a communal obligation upon the ummah to, to learn and preserve and benefit from. However, these are not the things that are meant by. Uh, uh, by the uh, references to knowledge both in the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ primarily. What's primarily meant? It's the knowledge of revelation. That someone should sit and learn from Alif, Ba, Ta, Tha, Jim, Ha, to the end of the alphabet, and that they should learn to read the Quran, and they should then learn the language of the Quran, then they should learn the grammar of the Quran, that they should then understand how to extract from it its rulings both in the Creed, the belief of a Muslim, which resides in the mind, and the shari'ah, the sacred law, the fiqh, which resides on the limbs, and the uh, ihsan and the Tasawwuf of the deen, which resides inside of what? It resides inside of the spiritual heart. This is the job of those people who have this knowledge. Those people are described as how? They're described by the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa as what? Uh, Imam Ibn Abdul Bar, Qadi Ibn Abdul Barr, he was al-mulaqab bi-hafiz al-maghrib. That he was the hafiz of the West. The West means what? The Western Muslim lands. And the word hafiz here doesn't mean that he can, mashallah, trade spaces with another uh, hafiz and, and speed through sa'at al-taraweeh and, and make like only three or four mistakes every night. No. This doesn't mean that. This means somebody who has at least anecdotally memorized over a hundred thousand hadith of the Prophet, ﷺ, both in their text and in their chain of narration. Despite having lived after the Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim, he doesn't need to quote hadith from Bukhari and Muslim, he has his own chains of narration that he quotes from. So from a num- amongst a great number of beneficial books that he wrote, one of his books is called the uh, uh, is called the, the the book of the gathering of the virtues of knowledge. The virtues of knowledge. And he quotes a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu in which St. Anas bin Malik radiAllahu ta'ala anhu narrates al umana umana'u rasooli ala ibadillahi ma lam yukhalatu al-sultan That the ulama' are who? They're the trustees of the Prophet sallallahu when it comes to taking charge over the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The ulama' are what? They're the trustees of the Prophet sallallahu Who is Rasulullah?" Rasulullah is a trustee of Allah Ta'ala. And who are the ulama? They're the ones who the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has entrusted. That you take charge of the ibadah of Allah Ta'ala. You take charge of the slaves of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This is something that we don't take seriously anymore. This is something we don't take seriously anymore as a community. This is something that we sometimes, Allah forgive us as students of knowledge and as people uh, of knowledge, people who teach and learn daily for a living as our primary occupation. Oftentimes we don't take these things seriously. Guess what? Rasulullah took them seriously. He said that they're what? That they're the umana of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are the trustees of Allah ta'ala over his slaves as long as Sultan. ibn abdul Bar he writes in, 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 in clarification of what this means. That the Prophet said that they are the trustees of this Ummah. They're the trustees over the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as long as they don't mix with the mix with the government or mix with temporal power, temporal authority. qadi ibn Abdul Barr he clarifies that this doesn't mean that every alim has to be far from centres of power and centres of control and centres of, 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 of nifaz, of execution of the sacred law of Islam. Rather, this is a warning not against temporal power. This is a warning against associating with corrupt power. Meaning what? Meaning if you look at the Prophet ﷺ's life, who is the one who ran the government in Medina during his life? He didn't say, no, we have no, nothing to do with the dunya. We're just going to sit and pray and say, you know, Allah, Allah in the corner and we're going to uh, just leave that to the, the people of the dunya. No, Rasulullah prayed and his prayer is better than our prayer. And he sat and made dhikr Allah Allah and his dhikr was better than our dhikr. And he also took the reins of society and made it a better place and it was a better society than our society. And after him, Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq radiallahu anhu, who is the best of this ummah after the Messenger of Allah by the consensus of the people of guidance as a matter of aqidah and after him, Sayyidina Umar and after him Sayyidina Uthman and after him Sayyidina Ali, Anhum ajma'in. This is what? This is the complete implementation of Islam. This is the meaning of this. This is the meaning of this uh, hadith of the Prophet وسلم, that they were the trustees of the Messenger of Allah over the slaves of uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as long as they don't mix with tyrants, mix with the temporal authority and the temporal power that uses that power for wrong. Rasulullah continues in the hadith as is narrated by uh, Qadi bin Abdul Bar fa'alu الرس- uh, khanu that if they do that if you see people of knowledge who take this knowledge with them and they then go in front of the kings and the princes the governors the presidents the prime ministers the people of money and they what they they beg at that, that threshold rather than telling them and instructing them in, in how to care for the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see them begging. You see them making ruku and sajda in those places. Then Rasulullah sallallahu said, in that case, as an exception, what should you do? He says that what? He says that those people in that case, qad rusul, that they have they have shown treachery to not just the Prophet sallallahu wasallam, to all of the messengers of Allah sallallahu in that case, they've shown treachery to all of the messengers of Allah. And in that case, what should you do? You should be weary of them. You should be afraid of them, what's going to come from their mouth. And you should stay away from them. Don't sit in their majlis. Don't give money to their projects. Don't read their books and their articles. Don't promote them what they have to say. Stay away from them. Cut yourself, cut your ties between you and between them. And by Allah's fadl, There is in the Ummah of the Prophet as a matter of aqidah and as a matter of Iman, a group of people who will be the inheritors of the Prophet and the ones that are entrusted with this deen. From Allah Ta'ala to the Rasul and from the Rasul to the Ummah of the Prophet from the time of Iqra all the way until the al Qiyamah, that group of people will be there and it's mentioned in Sahih Bukhari amongst a number of other books of hadith that what? Those people will be zahireen. Those people will always be there. They will be someone, if you look for them, you'll find them. there will be people who will not be hidden. They're not going to be hidden in a closet and they're going to say that, Oh, you know, every one of the ulama for the last four centuries and for the last 10 centuries has been wrong except for me. I'm the one who... Uh, uh, preserves the special sacred knowledge of the imam of this and that and now I'm going to divulge a secret to you that everybody didn't know about. No, that they're al al-Haq. They're openly proclaiming the truth. And in, and, and in riwayat, Rasulullah sallallahu wa says, لا That the ones that, that, that oppose those people, the ones that oppose those people, they're not going to be able to harm them. Now, why is it in this occasion I wanted to bring up this this, this topic and this treatment uh, uh, with regards to the Haqqab of the ulama. It's in many ways a very pro forma type of speech for a gathering like this. The reason is what? The reason is that we have now so many groups, the, 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 the community in North America and the English-speaking Muslim community across the world, throughout Europe and throughout, uh, the enfranchised, uh, uh, westernized and anglophilic Uh, 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 minorities inside of the Muslim world, we see people are breaking up into these different groups. They're breaking up into these different groups. So one of them is what? Our ulama from the past, they, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't understand the world. Maybe they understood the world at some time and they don't understand it anymore. And now we need a new interpretation. Brothers and sisters, what's the... Basis for making a judgment saying that you need a new interpretation when you never bothered to learn the old one in the first place Then in a reaction against these people we have even more dangerous group of people Who are what people who say I'm going to stand and become the defender of the faith and the defender of ilm and the defender of knowledge and the defender of tradition and the defender of ulama and the defender of ilm and those people also, never—they're the same as the first group, why? That they never bother to learn what that ilm is. They never bother to learn who those ulama are. They never bother to learn what those old ways that they're defending are. And they think that merely by refuting and shouting down uh, other people that they're doing some sort of service for the deen. Brothers and sisters, the people of Batil refute one another. We don't, they don't, you don't need revelation for that. The Jews refute the Christians. The Christians refute the Jews. The atheists refute the uh, 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 Yahud and Nasara. The Yahud Nasara, they refute the atheists. The Buddhists and uh, Hindus, they refute one another. Long tomes in Sanskrit about the virtues of idol worship or about the uh, 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 lack of benefit in idol worship, whether God exists doesn't exist. These things have, have, have been done without the need for, for any reference or recourse to the Quran or to the Prophet. Refuting falsehood is not going to get you into Jannah. What is going to get you into Jannah? Knowing the haq, knowing the truth and having it live inside of your heart. And so what happens is that now we have the, the, the leadership and the awe ah, and the attention and the imagination of the community is captured by people who give good talks and can refute and hack down all of these different groups. Groups that you may not like, they hack them down, mashallah, like a... a, like a like a logger will hack down a tree. However, they never bothered to learn even the basic, most basic sentence of Arabic, how to put the grammatical case endings on it. These people are just as much of an enemy of the Deen as the next person is. Why? Because if you aren't a specialist in aqidah and you don't know what the beliefs of the Muslims are, your heart is filled with somebody else's beliefs. If you didn't learn what the fiqh of the Muslims is, then you operate according to a different fiqh. There's no person who is born in this world who by default the sharia is programmed into their heart. People are born on fitrah, yes, but the deen needs to be learned from its people. The only one who received the deen through through not needing to learn is the Prophet He received it through wahi, nobody else is going to receive it through wahi. Even then he received it externally, it wasn't something he generated from the inside sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rather he was the one Allah prepared him to receive it in the best of ways. See, the muhaddithin Shah Aziz ta'ala, he says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa this story about his, his chest being cut open by the angels and his heart being washed. It didn't happen one time, rather it happened four times during the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that he could be prepared to receive this deen that came to him sallallahu wasallam all of us need to receive it from the outside and the problem is what as identity politics cuz i was born and my mom and dad told me i'm a muslim so i grew up in order for my ego to be boosted i need to know that islam is the 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 greatest islam is the best islam is uh, uh, you know is 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 Ghalib and is dominant over all other things I need to believe that because when I say Islam what do I mean? I mean me I need to in order to, my, for my ego to survive I need to be able to push Islam and the fact of the matter is Islam is the greatest the fact of the matter is that Islam is dominant over all other things not just in physical matters in intellectual matters in spiritual matters in this world and in the hereafter as well how are you going to proclaim it if you don't understand what that Islam is? And what, happened, what has happened is that we've what replaced the people who keep this knowledge inside of their hearts with people who have material and dunyawi success and have success according to metrics that were not given to us by Allah his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Metrics like money, metrics like political power, metrics like, metrics like uh, 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 you know, the number of followers you have on Facebook and Twitter. I remember one of our ulama, mashallah, a very learned and pious man, he said to me, he says, you know, Sheikh so and so is bigger than Sheikh so and so. I said, yeah, why, why do you say that? He says, Sheikh A, he has 10,000 followers on Twitter, and Sheikh B has 100,000 followers on Twitter. I said, wow, man, that must be a really big deal, man. Mashallah, that's a, he just, it's a whole scale of order that he outdid him. And so the next, the next day I was sitting on Twitter, I saw uh, a, a, an account called Grumpy Cat. And it's just pictures of a cat grimacing. It's the same cat, in fact. Um, apparently it was like uh, subject to some copyright issues and whatnot. It, it was in the news. So I said Grumpy Cat. So Grumpy Cat has a million followers. So by that, by that standard, Grumpy Cat is the Shaykh al-Islam. Grumpy Cat is the like, Imam Mahdi of this ummah. Why? Because Shaykh A has 10,000 followers. Shaykh B has 100,000. And Grumpy Cat has a million Show me how many ulama have a million followers on Twitter or on Facebook. This is all nonsense. This is all nonsense. All of it is is what? It's bakwas. It's nonsense. The ulama are the umana of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this earth. This is a warning for all of us, for myself and for all of us. We have people, some of them even take the outward, the outward appearance of the pious and the righteous from the past. And they say the speech of the pious and the righteous of the past, not Including those who make muhalafah, those who oppose it Inwardly or outwardly What have they brought us to? What have they done? This earth, this earth that we live in right now We're right now in Chicago Today is a very pleasant day for us The whole rest of the world Look at the heat map It's record-breaking heat in every single country Crops are dying People are dying Animals are dying Why? It's all because of the facade that human beings have made. Because of these batil and, and false metrics of what is success that have been fed to us by people who know nothing about the Akhirah. All they know is a small amount of the dunya. And even that, that's a, an amount that only pushes them towards stupidity. The world is dying. Cities that right now are cities. They're going to be underwater in 20 years. Watch. Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned what? He mentioned what? He mentioned that the, 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 the denizens of the heavens and the denizens of the earth, they constantly make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the, for the people, for Mu'allim nasi khairan, for the one who's teaching good and, and spreading good to the people. Inshawaleeullah rahimullah ta'ala in his hujjatullah, he says what? That the tawajahat from the heavens of the mala'ul a'la come down on two groups of people. Man al The one who constantly strives to clean his own nafs from the the, the filth and the dirtiness of of the animal state of a human being. That you shouldn't be constantly only concerned with what you eat and what you drink. You shouldn't be a muazzaz bear that you walk around like, what is a snake? You know what a snake is? A snake is a head and it's a stomach. What it does is it hunts and it has venom. It has lethal venom. It will kill something. That thing will die literally or it will suffocate something. The snake will eat it and then seven, eight days, all it does is lay around, why? Because all it is is a head and it's a stomach, it doesn't need anything else. Snake doesn't need to learn how to paint, doesn't need to learn calligraphy, doesn't need to learn how to sing, doesn't need to be a nurturing and caring mother, doesn't need to be a profound and deep educator, doesn't need to make architecture, it doesn't need any of that stuff. They're human beings, what is their, their, their paradigm and their, their uh, example that they look after How, how is a snake. All it is is just consumption. All it is is just consumption. One group of people, the one who constantly purifies themselves from the, the filth and the dirtiness of the animal state of a human being, very few people are there like that. Very few people are there like that. I admit I'm not one of them in front of you. That one of you should not say that. Yom Qiyamah, This man stood in front of us and preached a good uh, a good uh, round of preaching, and we thought that he was walking the walk. I'm just merely the messenger. The second group of people is who Afi Islah Nas, the person who is day and night is running back and forth. Run. What is Sai? Right, Sai, you've been to Hajj and Umrah before, right? You go back and forth between Safa and Marwa. That a person should strive and a person should move quickly back and forth in what, in in, in rectifying those things that are broken between people. In healing the broken bonds of family, friendship, in finding someone who has no job and giving him a job, in finding somebody who, who's confused and, and giving them some sort of solace and peace, in doing something to benefit other human beings. These are the, 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 the wada'if, these are the jobs of the umana of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of the trustees of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa fi ibadillah, amongst the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is breaking down. Muslims right now have abandoned it, just like the kuffar have abandoned it. By Allah's fadl, the knowledge of this of, of what not to do is there, it's preserved in the, the ummah. As for the nations of the, the Muslim world, as for the governments of the Muslim world, as for the people of the Muslim world, as for the attendees in the masajid and the masajid themselves, we have abandoned these things. So you see, mashallah, that Allah ta'ala made these, these animals in the depths of the ocean to what? To make dua, their, one of the purposes of their creation is to make dua and ask Allah ta'ala and attra, uh, for, for, for blessings and to attract the, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on those in this, in this ummah and in this world that are doing good for, that are doing good for the creation and are purifying themselves and keeping themselves in a clean state and propagating that clean state. What's happening right now? Those trustees are what? Nobody's listening to them or they themselves have checked out. And you read paper stories in the newspaper that they find whales beached on the beaches and the shores of Europe and in Asia and North America and South America and all of these places. And they pump 30 and 40 pounds of plastic out of the stomach of a whale that's like 70, 80 feet long. Enough plastic to kill him. Who's, drinking, who's eating and drinking from those plastic containers that are killing these animals? You are and I am. Pagri waaleh, dari wale, hijab and niqab, gloves, those are the people doing it. Because what? My beta is a Hafiz and he's also, mashallah, making so much money and driving this car. My daughter is a Hafiza and alima and she's also, you know, uh, made such a high mansab in the dunya, as if the two things have any relationship with one another. Is a good person bad because they're poor? Is a bad person good because they have money? Or because they consume some, some sort of level of consumption that a person who Allah himself describes in his book, that they're like cattle. In fact, they're even more misguided than cattle. This is, what, this is why Nawal Academy teaching Muqtasar Quduri and Akita Tahawiyyah, tahawiyah Mufti Mullah Uwais Namazi, teaching people Siraji and all of these types of things. This is why this is necessary. This is what's needed. This is what we need. We don't need nut-headed people running around and telling people, oh look, the, the, the deen has been abandoned because we're not establishing the caliphate right now. Brother, Establish established the caliphate, you don't even know how to make wudu right now. Don't tell me about the caliphate. Mulan Amin is sitting right here. He's sitting right in front of you. What is the first year program in Dar al-Qasim called? The one in which you learn fi'il fa'al maf'ool bihi and what you learn the four uh, grammatical cases and the six... Uh, uh, you know, the prototypes of the uh, uh, par- paradigms of the Mujarrad and all of the most basic things that you learn from, from for, uh, what you call from ilm. What is the name of the program? It's the Sheikh al-Hind program. Janab, our people, what is this Sheikh al-Hind? The Arabs are going to be upset you know, because we're not from India, you know? In fact, we, are, who are, actually are from India, we're embarrassed that why I don't want to go to sheik al-Hind, it's not going to look cool in front of the Palestinians and in front of the converts or whatever. Who is Sheikh al-Hind? These are people, they had a superlative concern for what? For establishing the divinely mandated order in this world. If you look at their sacrifices for the sake of what? Implementing the shara' of Allah Ta'ala in the Darul Islam. If you look at their sacrifices, what did they go through? That Mulana Hussain Ahmed Madani ta'ala is literally sleeping in the cold nights of the, of the winter in Malta in a prison island, in solitary confinement, sleeping, huddling a jar of water, so that his aged Shaykh will die very shortly after being released from prison, if one can say such people ever die. That he used to sleep huddled around that, uh, that, 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 that jar of water, so that his body heat would keep it warm, so that Shaykh, when he woke up from his sleep at night, that his, he wouldn't uh, become ill from making wudu for tahajjud from cold water. And now what do we have? We have people who are obsessed with the dunya. So what the state inside the heart is and what the state inside the mind is. Whether you know how to make wudu or not, or you know how to distribute a a mirath, or you know how to distribute a uh, a, tariqah, an estate after someone passes away or not. Whether you know enough about the law of buying and selling and transactions, forget about starting an, an entire country, right? You don't even know enough about the... The law of transactions. In order to open a Jewel Asco. you think it's a joke that vegetables every day are coming and going, and how much, uh, 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 you know, how, what, how do you get the cash? Do you imagine? Can you think of how much cash it costs just to? keep the, the shelves stocked full of groceries in the grocery store. People haven't thought of any of these things. That Where are you going to get that cash from? How are you going to run any of these businesses? They haven't thought of any of these things. These jokers, they come around and they what? They, 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 they give khutbah in this same Chicago that we live in. Forget about it. We don't need to talk bad about Iraq and Syria and all of these other places. This Chicago that we live in, they're giving the Eid khutbah. They're giving the Jummah khutbah. They're running youth halakat inside of the masajid. And they're telling the, the kids what? The ulama are all sellouts because they wasted their time teaching Arabic grammar and they didn't tell people about the caliphate. Well, brothers and sisters, there's a group of people who didn't waste their time, quote unquote, on learning Arabic grammar. They set up a caliphate in the backwoods of, a quote unquote, caliphate in the backwoods of Iraq and Syria. Forget about non-Muslims; they killed more Muslims than any kafir government ever did. Is that what we want? Is that what the Prophet sallallahu came? That send the people, give them guns, they don't know how to read the Surah Al-Fatiha and anybody they disagree with, they call them a kafir and shoot them on the spot. They destroy masajid next to the churches that they destroy as well. John of Damascus, he said this, the Muslims are mis-. He was a courtier in the uh, Umayyad court of Abdul Malik bin Marwan. He said, the Muslims are misguided people. We don't agree with their religion. They screwed up Christianity. However, they're good people. Their hearts are good. And they didn't destroy one of our churches. In fact, they're the ones who protect our churches where the churches weren't, protected from our uh, Roman overlords from the past. Is this what the Prophet Sallallahu came with? That the Sharia should come as a, as a means to uh, kill people and to destroy people. Guess what? Kids from our own Chicago went to join these nut-headed groups. What do all of them say? Our ulama our sellouts. Now tell me, where did they get such ideas from? Where did they get such ideas from? Tell me something about our ulama. There was a time the Ottoman Empire passed. It wasn't that long ago. There are still people alive today that were alive during the time of the Ottoman uh, uh, Sultanate, which was by no means a perfect system. There was mistakes they made as well. Tell me, during the Ottoman Empire, were whales coming up dead with like uh, 80 pounds of plastic in their stomach? Was there global warming that they're debating whether or not the, the, the uh, you know, sea level should rise in the next 100 years by one and a half meters or by one meter? Were they, were they debating whether the, we should keep the global warming at bay at uh, three uh, degrees Celsius or two degrees Celsius or one and a half degrees Celsius? During the time of the Ottoman Empire, was there any weapon developed that can destroy 90% of the world's population in less time it takes dominoes to deliver a pizza? Absolutely not. This is the cost that we pay for having abandoned, for having abandoned this knowledge. And this is the cost that we pay for what those people who Allah Taala entrusted the Ummah to, we turned our backs on them, and those people who were entrusted with that ilm, they also have become slack in upholding this, And upholding this trust. Some of them, not all of them, by Allah's Fadl, mashallah, we have amongst us some people that are not like that. This, this, this issue and this trust. This is something that all of us have to take seriously. All of us will be asked about it in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That did we come and use these people for our own benefits or did we uh, support these people in this work and did we take this work from them. So to wrap up what has already gone over time by five minutes. Jazakallah khair man, man, for, for not, uh, you know, sending me a chick and try to hack me down. Uh, but the, 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 the summary is what? Is that this knowledge is important. And just because a person who has no vision and who is blind, whether they be Muslim or not, we don't say that everybody who doesn't agree with what we uh, say is not a Muslim, but some people are blind to this, this reality, despite their Islam being legally valid and inshallah acceptable from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The ulama, they write about this, right? Uh, Ibn al-Mawak, one of the great scholars of Granada, he wrote a very beautiful book uh, in which he describes nine different stations of those people who are going to be saved on the Day of Judgment. The lowest bracket or the highest bracket are those people who will go straight to Jannah. The middle bracket is those people who will, uh, uh, those people who uh, Allah Taala will overlook their sins, and the lowest bracket is those people who will be forgiven. There are people from the lower bracket. We don't hold a grudge against them or say that they're not Muslims, but also we don't take them as our role models in terms of Deen. We don't take them, This is not an insult to them. We just don't take them as a set of role models for Deen. That, that what we as people should take that highest level of people as our role models for deen. And we should entrust them like Allah and His Rasul sallallahu entrusted them. And we should support causes like this. If you're not able to learn yourself, then fund somebody else to learn. If you're not able to learn yourself, then send your children to learn. If you're not able to learn yourself, then encourage and say a good word to another to learn. If you hear someone say something bad about the, the ulama who are the trustees of Allah and His creation, then say this is not the deen that that Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi sent down. This is not the deen that I know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised from amongst this ummah a group of people inshallah, from amongst the students of Nawal Academy also inshallah, a group of people who will work to fix what's broken, that the, you know, the, 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 the animals no longer die from our ignorance, that the, 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 the global warming not submerge cities, that people no longer kill each other, people no longer destroy their dunya and their deen. Because of our what? Our, our dereliction of duty with regard to this, uh, uh regards to this uh, sacred uh, trust wa sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sallama ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in waking us up to the reality of what ilm is, what the responsibility of the ulama is,